Hello and welcome. 2023. This is when this podcast is going to be delivered. New year, eh? New, new year, new pod. Is that what we're saying? So, is this like series two now? Yeah, we're kind of doing this as a series two for you guys, uh, you know, listening. We've had a, a good review, obviously, you know, actually episode 25, now, as you guys know, because we announced it at the start of everyone, but we're going to stop doing that. We don't need to. We know that we're a decent length of time in now. Uh, but yeah, we just had a little, little review then, me and Chris just chatting about the podcast and kind of going, you know, where can we take it? Where are we going to go? So just a, li- a little tweak to it. So, you know, the name will actually be changing as well. RC Fitness Unfiltered. You know, so... A little so bit original, of- isn't it? So <laughs> original, that. Mate, we don't need anything fancy, though, do we? It took us a long time to come up with that. Did yeah. it? I think, I think we've had it sat there for weeks, haven't we? We've just not... We've just it, took not us, it took us fucking ages to come up with that. Really yeah. pleased with that. Really pleased with our work. All five minutes of it. All good. But yeah, you might get you might get a different vibe from this, uh, you know, going forwards, and we hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we won't we won't announce the vibe. We'll just let you guys, you know, see see what you think as we're going. We basically so, felt like we had to pull our finger out our ass and just put a bit of a framework around these things, didn't we? <laughs> basically, the nuts and bolts of it is like as unscripted as every single other episode was. We're like, right, we've managed twenty four episodes. We can't we can't get away with this for much longer. <laughs> So we've had to we've had to rejig things, haven't we, mate? We've put we've put a mini framework in place, haven't we? And you know, and it's um, you know, obviously any feedback that anyone has that listens to it is obviously, you know, we're really grateful for. And I know we will have more guests as well coming on. Uh, I think we mentioned that before, didn't we, about getting a couple of clients in just to, you know, share share their journey and also have a general I think, I think Hugh, Huey said he'd come on. Huey's coming on, yeah. Yes, Huey, we'll, Huey, we'll Huey's gonna jump on at some point. He'll he'll have <laughs> some some piggy noises. Give us something extra. Yeah. So let's 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 go in there. So you know, it's obviously been Christmas week. What you've been doing, mate? You know what? It's been it's been it's been it's been decent. Christmas has been good, but I I was I ate a bit too much. To be fair, alcohol wasn't too bad. I thought that would be my Achilles heel. It wasn't. It was definitely all the food. Just a big refuel. Yeah, and I've, I've I've noticed a big big drop off in my training, big time. And it's you know what? It was just the quality of the nutrition that I put in. So I it, can't it, believe I can't believe that you're human. I know, mate. What, unbelievable! Like, what do you mean you've had time off? I know. I know. Well, to be fair, I planned I planned to train four times. And I trained twice. I planned to train four times and I got none because for those that might just be able to get a hint of it, I'm not sure if you can still hear it. Man flu's got me bad. Oh, mate, it's COVID 2.0. It's coming back. Mate, this 2.0, this is 3.0. This is worse than any illness I've had. Mate, I'm telling you, all this... Well, it depends when people listen to this, but there's shitloads of this flu going around. Touch wood, I'm all right. Um, But yeah, no, Christmas Christmas was decent. It was decent and nice switch off and catch up with family. Um... Yeah, you do, you do a bit of travelling at Christmas time as well, don't you? Because obviously you live oh, in yeah. the but family's down south. I'm, I'm an adopt, I'm a, an adopted northerner, so all my family's down south. Nice, nice little ride. Did you get stuck in any mad traffic? Oh, mate, honestly, yeah, boxing day. It, it just it was carnage, mate, absolute carnage. And you think like, yeah, we'll just set off, good time, boxing day. No, no fucker else would be on the road. Carnage. But the thing was right, there was no like actual accidents 
Just just to back up of traffic. Just absolute numpties yeah. not being able to drive and a bit of congestion. And then driving home, it was like piss it. There's that day that they just pissed it down rain all day. Man, that's been every day over the Christmas period. Literally. Has, yeah. But fucking hell, like just pe- people, pe- people, just <laughs> really, really, really annoying. But no, if you're fine. listening, if you're right. listening, you're a numpty. You're a numpty, right? Define the numpty for us. Who's the numpty on roads? <laughs> oh God! How do you, uh, they, they drive Nissan Micras? Yeah. Nissan Micra isn't this? This well, is an attack on specific car drivers. <laughs> you, you fall into that category. Um, just driving like 55, 60 on a motorway. Like, just you're gonna call back when you're going that slow. Talking of this, because of traveling. So when I come up from my mum and dad's, which is only what like. Half an hour away, but it's straight up the motorway, isn't it? And I drove back from there. Now, this is a debate, this. When you hit traffic, which lane do you go in? We've right? got, we got three lanes, have we? you got three lanes. you got three lanes, right? How do you decide? Because this is I know this is a huge... It's like, what do you do? How do you know which lane to go for the fastest moving one? It's a All big, I know is, is I'm always in the fucking lane that's slowest. I swear everyone says that. That's <laughs> but I heard this on the radio, probably, I don't know, I'm going to say a good five, six years ago now. And someone obviously tuned in. They actually did it on, um, what is it, on like a feed. And the guy, the guy said, he's like, come on, which lane do you choose? And someone uh, tuned in. They said, stay in the lane that you're in because people will move out of that lane or whatever. But I think personally, I think the worst lane to be in is the middle lane because that's the one where both lanes can cross into. So I think you even want to be in the far left or the far right. right. Yeah, I see your logic there. I do see your logic there. But but then I think far left, you've then got the, uh, if you've got any junctions coming up, the junction's pulling into that lane, so that congests that lane. So maybe you want to be far right, if you think about logic. Possibly, but then... If there's an accident how, in the far how, how, right how lane, you know, How do you know, like, if it's an accident, how do you know where what lane it's in? See, my logic would be, if you go into the middle lane, you've got, you've got a get-out of either side. Got choices, yeah. yeah. So you're... You're thinking about what's going to hinder you. I'm thinking about how I'm going to get out of it. This is cool, isn't it? How different minds work. But yeah, it, does, it's like, it must just be like a psychological thing. Like you always feel like you're in the slowest. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people that think exactly the same. How do you how do you gauge it though? I normally look for a particular car that's alongside me as I hit the traffic and try and see how far that car goes. But I'm like... Why is it always that car that you gauge it by is one that ends up like 30, 40 cars? I, I don't know, but it does happen. It does happen. I'll, Skoda Fabia was the one that I was looking at the other day. It was a grey one. It was a minging car. Did you know what? Like, we, I'll, 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 know. They cut me up. I remember them. They cut me up. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get in front of you. I got in front of them. And then all of a sudden, they literally were just like, must have been a mile ahead, fuming. Do you know what we want to do? We, we, we can bring this to a debate. If you're listening to this and you're in it now, we want to know, what do you do? What yeah. do you do in a traffic jam? Either email us, info at com or drop it on our Instagrams like that. We'll plug, up, plug them now, but at robabbis.rca or at chrismeek.rca. Yeah, just give it. Give us a little message. What do you do in a traffic jam? Do you know, do you know what, though? So, like, when I was when I was a kid, right, I, I literally grew up on the motorway. In fact, you not grew up on the motorway? I didn't, I didn't literally grow up on the motorway, but as I, as I, as I grew, up, grew up, my mum and dad had broken up, had split up, when I was yeah. really young. So my dad lived three hours away. So every other weekend we'd travel, you know, three, four hours on the motorway to meet up and stuff. <laughs> my dad has the worst road rage ever. Like literally any slight little sort of discrepancy, he's like, head's gone. 
totally gone. Effing and Jeffing. So I'm actually, and you know, you can you can speak to speak to Jess about this. I'm actually quite calm when it comes to like if something happened, like it's so out of your control, what can you do? Like if you're stuck in a traffic line, there's nothing you can do. There's no point getting like really, really pissed off about it. But the reason why I bring this up is because I did actually, it was on the way, it was on the way down to my sister's on Boxing Day where I was just like, you know what? I actually do just want to get there now. It just seemed to go on and on. So I was getting a bit annoyed. Um, so road rage is another one. Like you see it all the time, don't you? Like, we use the analogy of like, if somebody like cuts you up <laughs> and they piss you off and you start effing and jeffing, sticking your middle finger up, beeping your horn and stuff, like what's that actually going to achieve? You only make your day worse, don't you? Literally, you're literally just hanging on to something that's so like not even relevant at that point. All right, it's pissed you off, but there's nothing you can do about it. It's happened. It's done. Just I, I took this away from um from the chip paradox that that book, Professor Steve Peters. If no one's read it or listened to it, get it listened to, get it read, and it basically says what Chris has just been through there. Someone cuts you up. You got two ways of reacting. Way number one, get pissed off get angry like that, wind yourself up, swearing and whatnot. And then, you know, arrive at work, rant to all your friends about the situation, make your stress levels even worse. Okay. Start to, you know, ruin your whole day as a result of it. Keep going, telling anyone and everyone. All right. And the other way of reacting is just to go, all right, they were a bit of a knobhead. They've cut me up, but I'm all right. They're all right. They're out of my way now for the day. I'm going to get on with my day and enjoy it. And it's it's absolute madness. Like when when that was put into obviously, I mean, it, it says how much it hit me because I was like, it stuck with me years and years later. That particular section of that book, and it's it is a great way to look at it and and assess situations. It's not just that situation, is it? It's it's any situation in life, like how you react to it. And you know, let's be honest, right? You can't be you know, frigging perfect all the time. So there's going to be times where you do get wound up and you'll just catch yourself. You'll be like, why did I react like that? Why, why have I done that? Like, you know, so much better, but it happens. You know, we're human beings, we're emotional characters. It doesn't matter whether the knowledge is there or not. I think what matters is that you, you react in the right way the majority of the time. That's what will help you. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how we've managed to, get, to go from... <laughs> Talking about motorway driving, so now talking about emotions, but yeah. At least you've brought a life lesson to the table, you know what I mean? It's, it's true. Like, how many people get pissed off when they're doing it? Yeah, because like, even Jess could tell I was getting annoyed. So yeah. Like it, was a, it should have been a three and a half hour journey, and it ended up being like close to five hours. And I was just like, got to the point where I was just like, I just want to get there. Like there was just constant little bits of little holdups that just there was, but there was no kind of reason for it. Yeah. Just like Jen just as well though like if we think about this like relating it to obviously like what we do as well and you know weight loss fat loss well what does stress do to an individual right it's going to spike their cravings usually they then have cravings a lot of people emotionally eat so actually relating this to what we do helping them manage these situate these life situations could well help them well not could well we know it helps because obviously we do it with clients but you know we'll actually help you guys listening to this if you're one of these people managing these life situations in a better way reacting in a different way okay looking at the bigger picture can actually massively help you actually with your own health yeah. i mean naturally right we all know stress ain't good for anyone <laughs> but if stress also leads to emotional eating then you know it may be the, the trigger behind you know the weight that's there so no, yeah. I think I think it's good. It's a good transition because, like, use Christmas as an example. Like, 
if you're like me, you've definitely probably eaten more than what you thought you were going to. Yep. And not good quality food. So like, but what's the point in me getting pissed off about it and like feeling sorry for myself? Look, you know, because I look at myself in the mirror, I've put on three kilograms, I'm spongy, I don't, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't look and feel like I want to, but I also, I've really enjoyed some <clears throat> homemade sausage rolls and mince pies, which were delicious. Do you know what? I have not had a mince pie this Christmas. That's an absolute shambles. That is Morrison, a shambles. Morrison's Bakery, deep-filled, yeah. unbelievable. They're the best mince pies I've ever had. You said, this, you said this before, I think, maybe just before. Yeah. My, my mate Sam told me about them, and he was like, "You just it will change your life, and it has it's changed my life. It's changed me. Do you it know has. what? I was meant to have one. <laughs> From a point of view of putting on three kilograms, so I'll thank him for that later, but... Three kgs of mince pies. But yeah, no, I was meant to have one on uh, Boxing Day, but I was I was full from all the other food. Yeah, I was, I've, I've got some, I'll, I'll bring some for you tomorrow. So I'm seeing you tomorrow, aren't I? So I'll bring some for oh, you. Man. Yeah, we've got we've got New Year's Eve party tomorrow, aren't we? New Year's yeah, Eve, mate. little, little yeah. get-together. But I think like going back to the the emotion side of it and linking it, linking it to, like, I guess, stress eating or whatever, like it's actually a really, a really good correlation because if you can understand and have an awareness around these moments for yourself in terms of your nutrition and you can recognize these moments and change your behaviors and actions after that and understanding that all right that was that was a moment and I know I understand why that's happened and how that's happened you can you can draw a line under it quicker and move on to then the more established positive habits that have helped you get to where you've got to if you've already made some progress if you haven't made progress and this is something totally alien to you that's actually a really good start point and like we obviously we we there's different ways that you can develop this whether that's through sort of like reflective practice and journaling and sort of pinpointing these moments and it's something that we did with um the group program that we ran a good few months ago in terms of like when you have these moments ask yourself a series of questions like, where were you? What were you feeling at the time? What was your environment like? Who were you with? Was it a specific time of day? Was it after working out? Was it before working out? What was, you you know, how much water did you drink? All these different questions that can really help you narrow down the reasons as to why potentially, like obviously there's, there's, there's going to be a trigger for the stress, whether it's work related, family related, whatever it is. And you can start to then actually recognize patterns and trends. And that, but that can take a bit of time to build up that data to then pinpoint and go, well, actually, a lot of this stress eating is related to work stress. So then you can pinpoint that when you know work's getting a bit more stressful, that, okay, cravings and these, these moments might happen a bit more regularly. So how can you create the skills and tools to manage those moments a little bit better? It's not really perfect. It's probably going to happen quite regularly still but how can you go about those moments and react just that bit better yeah and that's what it's about isn't it yeah 100 percent. it's getting a hold of it and i think the key thing like we've just said there is it's not about absolutely nailing it and getting it you know to a point of perfection like that that isn't going to happen you guys i'm sure been more than aware of that that perfection doesn't exist uh we actually or i actually said this to our guys last night um our clients on on our live call i said you know remember that life is a game of constant and never-ending improvement and if i say that again life is a game 
of constant and never-ending improvement. Like sometimes in the game you'll be winning, sometimes you might be losing. But, you know, like it's about constantly looking to move forwards, you know, make improvements and not overwhelm yourself going, oh my God, I need to change my whole life. Think of a staircase. It's about the first step. <laughs> it's not about jumping suddenly to the top of it. Um but yeah, it's um yeah quite quite cool how we got into that from talking about motorways anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go on then, mate. What have you been what have you been going on with? I've I've been battling flu, battling flu. We actually postponed this podcast, guys, by, by a day. I was like, I messaged Chris yesterday. I went, any chance we can just push it back a day? And to be fair, it was the right call because I actually slept for a whole night last night without waking up once, which is a, a huge plus. But to be fair, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of traveling all over the place. You know, brothers and that on Christmas Day. Boxing Day was at my mum and dad's. What was the day after Boxing Day? I don't even 27th, know. 27th, that is, mate, funnily enough. 27th, the day after, but whatever that day was, I think that was the day where me and Nina literally crashed and burned at home. We got back. I think that was when the illness was starting to kick in even more. And then we actually managed to get up to the lakes on the on the Wednesday, where we were supposed to be for three nights, but we just, yeah, we were too late to the party. So we managed to get up for the day. Shouldn't have gone because we were not in a good place. <laughs> so yeah, up, up there, we spent six hours there. Imagine two hours driving up. Six wow. hours there, two hours driving back, nearly as much time driving as we spent there. But do you know what? Actually, it was it was nice to be out of the house, uh, you know, and and just going doing something, having some fresh air. So yeah, that's I guess that's kind of just been the, the middle of the week. And obviously getting back into um into work yesterday. Yesterday was a battle though. <laughs> you know, literally getting getting through everyone kept saying to me on calls, they went, You shouldn't be on calls. I was like, I am fine putting on a smiley face like that everyone knew it's like you, you know fair play but you know you, you know what it's like as a coach when you just want to when you want to give someone the guidance and the help that you know that you can the fact that I could speak and I could rest my voice through the day and stuff I was like yeah you just got to deliver this like come on like help the individual and everyone was blessed and they were so grateful they were like oh thank you so much like you know you shouldn't have done this I'm like I'm good <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's like, a, in short, a summary. But I did have, and I know we spoke about this before, I had one of the, the best text messages, which I think also is an eye-opener for us, isn't it, in terms of the knowledge of you guys out there. And we don't want to put you down almost by saying that. But I think it's an eye-opener to us when we kind of go, my gosh, is this how much we kind of know? And is this what people out there are actually struggling with or even potentially believing? So there was a, a message that came through from a client basically asking... Uh, if they could do a two-day water fast because they'd seen some celebrity um, doing a five-day or advertising a five-day water fast on some program. And I, I had to reply via message just to save my voice because otherwise you can imagine I might have just exploded. But I was like, along the lines of I have never, ever heard of any you know, professional or, you know, coach, anything like that, recommending a water fast to anyone. So this message goes to all of you that have uh, gone through the Christmas period and, you know, Chris knows, but even with him gaining three kilos, right? You don't need to do any special fast, any special diet, anything at all. All you want to do is return to your normal nutrition, because the weight that you will have put on over the Christmas period will be inflammation, will be water retention, okay? <laughs> they are the, the two main things. It may be that you've also eaten poorer quality food, so you've maybe not gone to the toilet as regularly. Little things like this that will have obviously stacked up. You have had, uh, obviously, you've had alcohol, chocolate sweets, all these bits. They will have stacked up, and naturally, as you return to your normal routine, your normal nutrition, okay, this weight will basically just drop off. You do not need to starve yourself for one day, let alone 
five days. <laughs> okay, so yeah, special warning. Please don't do it. It stuck out in my mind in that message. And luckily, this individual has uh, has me as their coach. So I managed to obviously just message them back and be like, no, no, and no. <laughs> if I haven't recommended it, don't go do it. So yeah, th that's I guess that's a brief summary of what's been going on my end. To be fair, mate, those, those things are going to be rife now, though, aren't they? They are going to, yeah, they're going to be all over, you know, so many of you, you know, hopefully we can catch you and hopefully you guys also follow other, you know, reputable coaches that actually have a um, dignity. Is that the best word to put? Best word to put? They actually have a... Speaking of which, have you seen that uh, what's happened to the Liver King? Have you seen it? No, what's happened? He's, get, he's getting sued for 25 million for conning people. Really? Yeah, I took a screenshot of it. Um, it's on my other phone, so I can't. But yeah, I, I, I saw it. Yes, I was. I meant to meant to send it to you. And obviously, on the back of the podcast we did about him the other week, yeah, I thought he's, he's getting he's getting he's getting sued uh, for 20, 25 million for just basically just he's obviously because obviously it's exactly what he's been doing. He's been conning people, saying he's been eating all this, this raw, raw meat, and he's been on been on steroids. So he's been he's been found out. I mean, to be to be fair, twenty five million to him is probably not going to be much. Which I'm going to say, I don't know how much he's on, but it, it, <laughs> 25 it, it, million. We'd, 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 we'd take a mill of that, wouldn't we? All of us, oh, yeah. But send yeah. us a mill. Just, just sort of drop in there because I mean, he's pleased on a you know, this this time of year, people will abuse the vulnerable. He's been doing it, you know, 24 7, you know, all, all like the past how many years, but just it just goes to show that, like, even, even people with a, a, a perceived status, even, even, you know. Liver King and, and I think it's was it Chris Hemsworth was the guy that said about the five day war. Yeah, it was on some Disney program. But I mean, like th th there'll be some science behind it in terms of well, if you're on a five day water fast, your basically calories that you're inputting are zero. So no fucking shit, you're going to be and, losing the weight. And, na like, and naturally, naturally, your body is going to flush itself out because all you're it, putting in is H2O. <laughs> exactly. So like for, for him, he can get away with that because. He's not. He's not essentially conning anybody. He's just. He's still trying to take advantage, but he's not conning anyone out of it because, yeah, so science would tell you that you're going to lose weight. Brilliant. But Do you know what? Though? You want to agree that who would not want to eat for five days? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Ridiculous. It's like what you know what you say about this like, is uh, this is the desperation, isn't it? This is yeah, the desperation of some people where they just got. I just want. They don't think of the long term. They just think, right? I want that off now. Like, get it off now. And obviously, it's the quickest way. If you just drink water for five frigging days, but then you go, are you going to do it for the rest of your life? Well, no, because you've just told yourself. That's what I'm on, what I'm on with now. I'm on, I'm, no, day, what you're on day, with. Day, day two I'm on, mate. Day two I'm on. You're on day two, yeah. Yeah, I can hear your stomach rumbling from here. <laughs> but with, with it, it's, it's a bit like the, the comment that you touched on the other day, and this isn't just him. Uh, there's loads of other, like, celebrity status or even... What do you call them? Like Zedly celebrities that have been on crappy TV shows, um, all this, and they do this, and then they use their reputation to put something out there, having no knowledge of the coaching industry. And the, I think the frustrating thing is as well is a lot of these individuals, well, in fact, the majority of them, the things that they put out there are stuff that they wouldn't even do themselves to get. It's like I did this to get in shape, and this was what you touched on before. I did this to get in the shape. I mean, come off it. There is no way. You ended up looking like that from just doing that. Don't talk bollocks. But the thing is, you guys listening to this, unless you're coaches, unless you've been coached by someone in the know, okay, you guys listening to this, unfortunately, 
you're very naive in the modern day world and you look at it for what it is and you go, oh my God, so-and-so, this celebrity, they wouldn't lie to me. That's what they did to look like. I want to look like that. And then you do it, you lose a bit of weight. Then you get upset that the weight comes back after it because you didn't learn how to maintain your habits. And then you go, but I didn't end up looking like them by the end of it. And it's because they ain't done that. And also the pond that works for them ain't going to work for you. And that's, that's unfortunately the harsh reality of it is that people are sold false truths. Yeah, and it's like, it, it, there's, 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 there's the danger of the comparison syndrome stuff, isn't there, of, you know, like, even if you did lose a shit ton of, of body fat, like there's no guarantee, like there's no guarantees that you are going to look like them anyway. There's genetics involved, but so out of anyone's control. So you've got to, you've got to really strip it back and go, if you can get to within, you know, a, a bracket of body fat percentage that you've never got to before, that's, that's really a positive thing, but people don't look at that. They look at, Oh, well, I don't look like them or, that's what I want to look like, but it's impossible. And it's like, well, it's not, might not be impossible, but you know, it's going to be going to be a challenge. And there's loads of things that you can do to cut loads of corners, but I'm not sure it'd be healthy for you in the long term. No. I think that, that that that's the challenge when when we're talking about you know general population folk. It's like you know, just have a bit of a reality check of like the things that you enjoy doing. Do you enjoy going to the pub with your family uh, on a Sunday for a meal? Because they haven't been doing that. They've sacrificed a hell of a lot. Yeah. And if you're not prepared to do that, then you almost have to compromise and go, well, that's that's fine. And I, I want to make sure that's that stays in my my week or my month or whatever it is that you do. And that and that's where it's, and we, and I think we we're pretty good at emphasizing those things like depending on your your goal and what you want to achieve and where you want to go, there's probably going to be varying amounts of sacrifice. But the sacrifice should never be at the detriment of your health and your mindset and your psychological health ever. Yeah. Unless your goal is extreme, like really extreme, like and the extreme, the most extreme scale for us is probably just doing a photo shoot. Yeah, hundred percent. But even even then, we really and even still like foods that they enjoy and yeah. So it's not like a stupid level of sacrifice. So that and that and it's trying to bridge that gap, isn't it? Of going. He's, ma- he's trying to manage people's expectations. Yeah, and and and, that, and that's the thing. And that, you know, we we probably we probably you know bash social media more than more than <laughs> more than most things on here. Um, you know, we don't need to bash it. You can do it. <laughs> but it, and it, it isn't. You know, I think everyone naturally goes on it, has a good scroll, and sees certain things. You go, you know what? Yeah, it would be good to get like that, or it would be good to look like that, and. When you when you strip back and you actually tell people this is what it would take and this is what it looks like, people, oh, fucking hell, I don't fancy that now. Yeah, exactly. And then, they, then they get in that sort of that limbo of, well, now I don't know what I want because I've yeah. been told that this is what it's going to take to get there, but I'm not I'm not committed to that yet. I'm also not happy with where I am. So what does that look like? And it can take a long time for people to actually kind of figure out what it is they actually really want to achieve and what that looks like day to day, week to week. That's that's actually that I would say probably our biggest challenge. A lot of the time is 100%. people going, yeah, I want, I want to look like Chris Hemsworth. It's like, right, okay, let's have, let's let's think about this now and go. This is what it looks like. This is the timeline as well, which is another thing. Is like people don't like a long people don't like years. No, like, no, 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 I need I need I need weeks or months, please. Like, even well, even if it took them fifteen 
10, five years to get to the place where they are, where they don't want to be, they're not prepared to spend five years undoing that work, 10 no. years. They want it now. Yeah. And and, it's, and, it's, and, that, that, and that's really key, <laughs> is that like, they'll, you know, you'll, we'll, we'll speak to people and they're like, right, I want, I, want, I want to get to this point. I want to feel great in my body. I want to look amazing. I want to build really like sustainable habits across a long period of time that are just going to become you know automatic to me and when you go think about what you've done over the last 10 years yeah you've now got to try and almost go against the grain and try and build that in at least over the next year if not more and it's hard enough it's going to take too long but you've done it for the last 10 years happily but you're not happy to try it for one year and when yep. you like try and explain that to people and you get like a bit of like a pushback and it's kind of like, am I, am I missing something here? Because, <clears throat> you know, the reason why you're in this position and this is, I said this on the last podcast was for the last 10 years, your actions and behaviors have been X. That's why you're in this position that you are in today. That's why we are having this conversation. Yet you're not willing to commit to <laughs> 12 months or even six months, I'll say six months of grafting and committing to change. That's not to sacrifice a shit ton of things. That's just to actually have a real good crack at things and a bit of a focus and a bit of graft. That's all, that's all it's rigged. If you, if you can't make significant change in six months, then there's not some, there's something not quite right. You've not, you've not changed the, you've not changed six, the life. I would say six months is a, decent amount of time. <laughs> in, in a shorter period but i'd say six months minimum to really try and bed bed into things and start to you know get rid of these really sort of historical habits that are historical like it's, yeah. it might sound like a bit of a fancy word or a bit of a you know ancient word but it's true like these are like habits that you'll have probably built up depending on how old you are like i'm 31 so we use me like a lot of the habits I'd built prior to moving into fitness and what looking after myself were from when I was like 14. Yeah. Because at that point, you know, you're you're in and around like your parents, like my both like my dad and my stepdad like like a beer. They're like going to the pub to watch the football. So I was surrounded by pints and you know, and I'm not saying you know, they weren't not alcoholics, but you then kind of because you look up to them and you you surround yourself with Football environment, doesn't it? <laughs> moving to football fans and football is very much a working class sport. So it's Saturdays are all geared around football. I went and worked into this. I went and worked in football. You know, if we win a game of football, we're on the beers. Like the, the, the place you surround yourself with. So all these habits are to celebrate something. It's right. Alcohol. To celebrate something. It's right. We need to go out and booze because that's what football folk do. And like, that's just that's just one example. So I from from the age of fourteen all the way up to to twenty eight, I was I was in that place, and it took me yeah. a good, good amount of time. I'm not and I'm saying that I'm against boozing and alcohol. Like you you know, and majority of people that listen to this know, but my mindset around it's totally different. And that took a long time to to really get out of me, and to try and <clears throat> help other people get to that point can take can take months. Um, so yeah, kind of went off on one there, but that's not big rant. <laughs> um, I think it's, I think I think it, that that's if if if, any, if 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 you're listening to this and you want to take one thing away from this moving into or obviously we've just moved into 2023 is just just think about those habits that 
you've potentially got that you know because you know the the damaging habits that you've got like I know for example my current damaging habit that I've got is I sit on my phone too late at night before going to bed yep and that's that you know that, that's I I know I can fix that quite easily but that's just something that is pretty that's been pretty ingrained in everyone's modern day life is to be sat in front of a screen so we use the screens like electrical screens like that's that's something that's going to take me a bit of work to really kind of really force myself to stop and i will but i'm not going right i'm going to stop this straight away and it'd be easy it's going to take a little bit of time to kind of go right what 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 else can i do what's that look like how am i going to manage this how am i going to monitor it how am i going to measure it you know and build that up it's like we said what gets measured gets managed i think the biggest thing like you said putting it out there is Hopefully you guys listening to this get the message that we put out there regularly is, you know, even the, the transformations we get, the people that we work with, they get the results because they accept it is long-term change. And naturally, as you go through a journey, you will have meltdowns no matter what, no matter who you are, that you're going to have meltdowns because there's going to become times where emotions take over. And it's when those times kick in that obviously having someone by your side, whether that's, you know, us guys, whether that's someone else, that's where, you know, coaches can be invaluable in that state to just pull you back around so rather than you you know falling say off track for uh you know a month two months six months a year you actually you know slightly fall waywards for a day maximum two days and then you get pulled straight back in and off you go you know and you pick up again yeah i think we can uh wrap it up there can't we i reckon so so definitely, definitely went off on one there but yeah but no, guys, thank you for listening as always. Hope you uh, hope you enjoy the, the new vibe. Now, this will actually come out in time, um, you know, for us to be able to say, uh, if you do want to join us in the new year, we have actually brought back our little kickstart program, uh, which is basically called Optimize. Um, and this is a program to help you lose excess body fat build unstoppable confidence and learn how to sustain results for a lifetime. So if you do want to join us on that, again, just reach out to us on email, info at rca-fitness.com or obviously on Instagram at robabbis.rca or at chrismeek.rca. Just drop us a little message, just drop the word optimize to us and we can then get back to you with more information. That does start on January the 9th, by the way. So yeah, you need to make sure that obviously you're listening to this, hopefully, uh, prior to that day. If not, and you still want to get involved, just reach out anyway, uh, because we do have other programs running that we can get you involved in. But yeah, thanks for listening, and we look forward to catching you next week.